No energy? Always fatigued? Has your got up and go got up and went? Primrose Leafs Pro Max 365 helps to produce natural energy, increase endurance and stamina, improve performance during exercise, reduce pain from fibromyalgia, and is excellent for cardiovascular support. A doctor-designed, deliciously berry-flavored formula that's great for ages 18 to 99. Order Pro Max 365 and get the natural energy you've always wanted. Call 844-376-0007. Refuel daily with Pro Max 365 and get your life back. Rick Allen is the legendary drummer of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees Def Leppard. One of the world's best-selling rock bands having sold more than 100 million records worldwide. But over the past 13 years... Rick has reached out to teenage cancer patients, children with special needs, at-risk youths, and families of domestic violence, and veterans who have served in Vietnam, Desert Storm, Iraq, and Afghanistan. Rick continues his work by helping wounded warriors through Project Resiliency's Warrior Resiliency Program, sponsored by his charity foundation, the Raven Drum Foundation. And an essential part of Rick's creative life went public as he debuted his fine art collection in 2013, which quickly sold out. And then a second collection, released a year later, helped to forge a relationship with fine art retailer Wentworth Galleries. Well, Rick debuts his newest artwork in a collection called Endangered Species at Atlantic City's Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, and a portion of the proceeds from each fine art sale are donated to veterans programs via Project Resiliency. So ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome the musician, the artist, the humanitarian, Rick Allen. Welcome, Rick. Fantastic. What a wonderful uh, introduction. I really appreciate that. Well, I, I think you've earned it. And uh, you are helping so many people with your love of the visual arts. So how did you get involved in the visual arts? Well, uh, when I was a kid, I, I used to paint a lot. Uh, and um, yeah, I, I, I was never really formally trained, but I, 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 loved, uh, I loved the feeling of doing it. It really kept me in the moment. Um, time seemed to fly. And uh, then, you know, my grandfather bought me a camera, my first camera. Uh, so I got into that. And then, of course, I got into... I got into uh, playing music, uh, probably around about the age of nine or ten, and then I kind of I kind of put the artwork on the on the back burner. And then um, my youngest daughter uh, wasn't too long before you know the two of us started paint, uh, uh, painting together, and that kind of reignited my passion for it, and. Um, yeah, there's a there's a very uh, sort of healing uh, sort of element to uh, to creating uh, artwork. Um, so so that that was that was part of why I really pursued it because of the way it made me feel. Um, similar similar feeling to when I when I play music. So uh, it's 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 just another thing that. Um, that not only helps me, but uh, helps the people that, you know, get to experience the art as well. Well, you know, during the, the height of the rock and roll 80s and into the 90s, especially with Def Leppard and touring worldwide just year after year after year, did the photography part kind of bring you peace and an outlet away from that touring schedule? Like if you would pull into a city, you just pulled out your camera to, to start photographing whatever you saw? Uh, that that's uh, that that's that's really good that you brought that up. But yeah, uh, the camera really became my friend because 
it was a fantastic way for me to document um you know a life that um, most of us would would never experience um so it was fantastic to be able to get out there with my camera and then come home and 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 you know share some of my experiences with family and friends and um yeah it 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 just became one of those things that um i just i it, it's just my go to i i do that every time i go away and um over the years i've uh, i've collected uh, what seems like thousands and thousands of photographs um and it is a great way to go back and just uh, reconnect not only with myself but uh, you know some of the people that i've met along the way well, you know, when you, okay, let's talk about the camera for a moment, because if, you know, you're, you're on tour, a massive tour that Def Leppard has been known for through those years, uh, and when you pulled your camera out and you went out to, to take photos, was it more of just landmarks or was it just things that you would see and you could tell that there was a creative moment there or maybe an emotional moment that you wanted to capture on camera? Uh, I think all of the above, you know, uh, it, it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily uh, just people. Um, it, it was, you know, landmarks, um, you know, really cool sort of sculptures, um, you know, you know, places like, uh, you know, Boston and D.C. And, uh, you know, I mean, there are that you have all kinds of fantastic monuments all over, uh, you know, Texas. Um, so. It was just it was just a, a a great way for me to to remember you know and re remember all the wonderful moments that i that i've you know that i've experienced so anything is game you know any I, you know i i take pictures of all different subject matter and sometimes it can be the um, it can be you know i don't know the uh, the inspiration for a piece that i come home and paint you know, so it, it all kind of goes hand in hand, you know, the music, uh, the painting, the photography, I try and kind of blend all that together, you know. So what, so when you, okay, so during the road years, so to speak, when did you start going, so when did you start going back, about what year did you start going back into painting? Um, that must have been probably about uh, 20 years ago. Um, I started working with a company called Scene Four, and uh, that kind of got me started. Um, I was a little bit nervous to uh, to share things with people because, um, you know, I'm sort of afraid of rejection, and then, you know, oh, just another musician trying to be an artist kind of thing. And then my wife, she's like, "No, this is really good stuff. You know, you should you should show it to people." So uh, so I did. And uh, it wasn't long uh, before I met with um, uh, Wentworth Gallery, and then it gave it. It just gave me more opportunities. It, op it opened up sort of the, you know, the horizon, and I was I was able to get into all different kinds of art. Uh, you know, painting some of my heroes over the years. You know, starting with Steve Clark, uh, who I looked up to, he was, you know, part of Def Leppard, um, all the way up to the more recent one that I did, and that's uh, Charlie Watts. 
um, you know, Charlie Watts with the Rolling Stones. I think if it wasn't for, you know, people like that, um, you know, I probably wouldn't be uh, playing music at, at the level that I'm playing now. Well, when it came to painting, did you go and kind of study the works of people like Monet and Rembrandt and uh, maybe get some ideas, Andy Warhol? I mean, did you kind of look at even for the painting side of it, you know, uh, paint uh, brush strokes? Did you go that deep into it? Um, you know, I'm more the Bob Ross type. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um but having said that, I really got into uh, Salvador Dali and the abstract. Um, I love the idea that a piece looks, it looks different when you, you see it up close. Uh, maybe, you know, you see geometric shapes, almost posterized. But then when you stand back from the piece, it kind of reveals itself. Um, so I, I, was, I was very much influenced by... Uh, you know, by abstract painting. Um, so, um, you know, and, and my education continues, you know, the more, the more I paint, uh, you know, the more little tricks or techniques I, uh, I come across and, you know, it just, it just kind of gets better. Well, you know, you have a painting, uh, that I came across and it's, it's a little girl on a swing. Oh. And when I saw that, when I saw that painting, I was blown away. It is, I mean, if somebody told me that that painting, let's say was painted in the 1800s, I would have believed them because it looks like an extremely fine art that should be hanging in Paris somewhere. I mean, oh, wow. you have extremely amazing talent and I've seen the abstracts of you know, like you said, you did Kurt Cobain, you did Charlie Watts, Eddie Van Halen, and Janis Joplin. But to see this little girl on a swing, I'm like, wow, that is, I mean, that is so much different than thinking the guy's a rock star, but he's he's a rock star with a brush. <laughs> that is fantastic. It's actually my my youngest daughter. Uh, she uh, she turned twelve. I think I think I first. Uh, introduce girl on a swing probably oh it's got to be she she must she must have been no more than about six uh when i when i did my first one and uh it just conjured up that that whole idea of you know your whole life is in front of you and um you know just just being in that place of fantasy and just being able to uh view the world in in such a way that 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 really inspires you know it is and and even with the work of like your daughter's on the swing and we see this little girl on the swing and immediately even though it's a steel there's there's motion there's motion in that picture because we're, we're thinking the girl's on a swing she's swinging back and forth so there's a motion to it but it also conjures up emotion because again it is a very beautiful painting. And ladies and gentlemen, you got to go online and check this out. And we're going to pop that uh, painting up here uh, for everyone to see. But also, uh, Rick, I want to ask you, you pioneered a new art medium. Were you utilizing drumsticks in your painting? Uh, that was when I was doing stuff with, uh, with scene four. They really encouraged that. And, uh, you know, uh, initially... It was all about uh, long exposure uh, photography. 
and using um, light sticks. Um, and and that, was a, that was a wonderful way to express, say, the feeling of a song. You know, I'd be sitting there playing a song on my drum kit and waving these light sticks around in the motion that I would do, you know, to play a particular song. And uh, there, there was always some sort of uh, magical sort of connection. Uh, you, you, could, you could, it almost conjured up what song you were playing. So that was a that was a really wonderful way to uh, you know to get into art, and then after that, I I really started to hone my skills, you know, just painting from scratch, and uh, and you know these days I'll, I'll blend I'll blend photography with uh, you know with paint, um, but. Uh, yeah, they, they, they're quite, quite different, quite different ways of expressing, you know, a certain, a certain piece. So, uh, yeah, all of it's great. I, I, I feel so blessed to be able to, you know, express myself in different ways other than, you know, playing drums, which has kind of been a staple, you know? Well, sure. And, and, and it's paid the bills very well. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the college fund. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, when you paint, I mean, do you paint in solitude or do you play with music in the background that maybe, uh, you know, brings you a, a particular vibe when you're looking at the canvas? Oh, that's a good question. Sometimes I like to paint without any sound. And then... Um, you know, normally I'm 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 in a mode where I'm I'm studying the individual also. You know, trying to find out more about them. Um, you know, uh, Jimi Hendrix. You know, who I I never met, uh, but uh, it was interesting. You know, as I as I got into the painting process, um, how I really didn't want to give the painting up and give it to the gallery because you know I was like, you know, I've spent all this time doing this piece. And then I started to find out more about this person and how incredible they were. Uh, and, th and then my mind immediately goes to, well, I'd like this on my wall. <laughs> so, but interestingly enough, what we've done over the years is, you know, I've, I've, I've made some really nice connections with people, people that have started collecting my art. And uh, this one particular time we were in New Jersey and there's this couple that have bought this piece and, you know, the original pieces, you know, you buy them uh, or people buy them and that's it. It's gone, you know. Uh, so I said to the owner of the uh, gallery, I said, is there any way I can get to see that piece? He said, well, I know where they live. Let me call them, you know. So uh, we went and visited for breakfast and we sat there and looked at this, this Jimi Hendrix piece. <laughs> it was great. It was really fun. So, well, have so you ever... I, I do... I'm sorry. No, have you ever converted uh, any of your original pieces into prints for um, fans what to I buy? Do, yeah, I do. I do. I do um, it's like a mixed media, so you know, high resolution uh, images uh, that I put on on canvas, and then I'll enhance those further. Um, which, you know, it creates a, a, a lower price point, which is, you know, which is good. It means more, more people can, you know, can experience the art. Um, you know, some of the original pieces are, are really, are really quite expensive. You know, you're talking about, 
like a you know a four foot a four foot square uh, you know piece, and it's you know it's a lot of work that goes into it. Whereas the 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 prints um, or the mixed media pieces, I can um, you know I can I can I don't have to do quite quite so much work, you know. Well, uh, where did you get into painting portraits? Because um, I love the Charlie Watt one. The Charlie Watts is 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 fantastic. And ladies and gentlemen, you can see it right there on the screen on the net on the side of Rick there. That's the Charlie Watt uh, portrait. And when I saw that, I was like, "Wow, that is amazing." I loved it. I really, I really appreciate that. So the original of that is, uh, you know, four feet by four feet. And then I started doing uh, smaller, uh, smaller versions of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, Char Charlie was one of those uh, incredible individuals. Uh, fortunately, I got to meet him. Uh, very sweet, very unassuming. You wouldn't think that he played drums with, you know, with the biggest rock and roll band in the world. Um, always really um, softly spoken. Um, but, you know, without the likes of Charlie, I, as I say, I probably wouldn't be playing drums. So, you know, it, it's a wonderful way to pay homage to people that you look up to. It, it, it really is. Now, I understand that uh, uh, you started painting on metal. So what is the difference between painting on metal versus painting on canvas? Actually, what we do is we, uh, we, 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 we print the images on, on the metal. And it's interesting, um, as a kid, uh, my family, we had a small uh, steel business. So I understand a lot of the, the process, you know, uh, like uh, working with all kinds of different metals. So it's interesting to go full circle and uh, actually start producing pieces that are on, you know, on metal. So, uh, so that's been a, a, nice, a nice new addition. Well, you know, we all know about the famous uh, Rolls-Royce uh, Phantom 5 that John Lennon had that was completely painted in a very wild way. And we can also look at the Porsche 356 that Janis Joplin had. Have you ever thought about doing something like that? Oh, painting in a car? <laughs> With your I, own I, touch. I, I'd, I'd love to. I, I actually used to paint these uh, uh, toy uh, buses. Uh, London double-decker buses, and they actually became quite uh, quite popular. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of looking for something else. Maybe, you know, I love all the, uh, the symbology when I go back to England, you know, uh, you know, all the, all the things from the Victorian age, all the things that attract uh, tourists to England and London in particular. You know the the London double decker buses, uh, the you know the the mailboxes, uh, the telephone boxes, all all these all these different things. They're they're so recognizable. You know, you, you show people something like that, and they immediately know. Oh, it's from England. But uh, that's kind of a cool idea uh, to uh, to paint uh, cars. Uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm not sure my neighbor would uh, would would be too happy if I if I went uh, went and attacked his his brand new Porsche with a with a paintbrush but but I could ask <laughs> <laughs> Well either that or maybe Rolls-Royce or Bentley could uh 
or maybe Aston Martin loan you one of theirs so you can make a a very special Rick Allen edition, a one-off. So that would that would be a great auction piece, by the way. It would. I actually that would be fantastic. That would be an event for sure. That I, I, you know, I think we I think we ought to just speak that and put that into motion. So Rolls and Bentley and Aston, if you're listening, donate the car to Rick, and he he'll send you something amazing. And and I'm sure that uh, there's a lot of foundations that would be loving that type of auction piece. What is actually one of your favorite pieces of all time in your collection, or maybe one that you actually sold, wish you had back? Ah, uh, uh, there's a there's there's a there's a lot of them. Um, I think I think the one that that I love the most uh, is the Steve Clark. I mean, the fact that I I knew Steve so well, you know, he was with uh, with Def Leppard. Um, nice little story. Um, as I was as I was completing that piece, I uh, I sent a photograph of it to my mother, and uh, who in turn showed it to Beryl, who is uh, Steve's mom. And um, she was like, wow, you know, he, he caught Steve's uh, essence so well. And, you know, there were a few tears that went with it. But uh, that was probably the biggest compliment I could uh, I could ever get. And, and, and probably one of the reasons why I continued uh, painting uh, the portraits or painting, you know, the legends um, w- was because, uh, uh, you know, Steve's mom responded so well to it so i i just figured you know i'm just going to paint everybody that 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 that, it, that inspired me and that's kind of how it, how it went from there well you really captured the essence of eddie van halen prince uh you did you did paint kurt cobain did i get that right yeah kurt he had those 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 really striking eyes so you know as i was i did it in black and white uh, painted it in black and white, and then I realized there was something missing, uh, and it was those really, really striking sort of blue eyes. So I just did one of the eyes uh, blue, which uh, created this focal point, and uh, that was one of the ones that I was particularly uh, proud of. Yeah, and I've seen that one, and it is just that one little change of the blue eye is is what sets that whole painting apart and absolutely uh, you know and and so and i saw the one with eddie van halen did you paint that before or after his passing after um so uh, many years ago must have been 1978 when uh van halen's first record came out uh bear in mind i didn't come to the states until 1980 uh, so my friend Mark, uh, he lived uh, a few doors up from where I did uh, in England, and uh, he called me up, Rotary Dial, of course, and he said, uh, he said, you've got to come and listen to this record. So I went up, we sat in his bedroom, and uh, first time I listened to uh, Van Halen, I was completely blown away. I'd never heard guitar played like that ever in my entire life. Um, fast forward, um, Van Halen were coming to England and they were opening for uh, Black Sabbath. Uh, and, um, you know, it was interesting because Black Sabbath, they, they were sort of getting to the point where you could see that the wheels were going to come off at some point. 
But Van Halen was super hungry and were probably one of the best live bands that I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, fast forward even further, I moved to the States in 91. Um, my neighbor, um, Steve Lukather with Toto, um, he, uh, he happened to know Eddie and he called me one day and he said, uh, oh, you know, we're going to go out, we're going to get together. I'd love to introduce you to somebody. I said, who? He said, oh, uh, Eddie Van Halen. I was like, oh, man. So uh, I got to meet him. Really sweet guy. And, um, you know, it was just a, 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 ni a nice progression, a nice story. You know, be, uh, being a fan of, of Van Halen and then finally getting to meet, you know, um, you know somebody that, that literally changed the way people play guitar forever. I think between him and Jimi Hendrix, um, guitar playing will never be the same. No, I, I completely agree with that. What do you think of Alex Van Halen's drums? Fantastic. Yeah, I um, when I, I lived further south, I used to meet up with uh, Alex. We used to meet at the local uh, grocery store. And yeah, I've always looked up to him. He's... Uh, in fact, that entire band, uh, the the original band, um, you know, which is the first thing I was exposed to, uh, were one of the most inspiring bands uh, of all time to me. Yeah, it's really funny because I saw the original lineup of Van Halen back in 80 and 81, and everybody is staring at Andy Van Halen, but I couldn't take my eyes off of Alex's drum kit because he was running four double bass drums just oh this my massive massive and of course you know this huge gong behind him and you know you're in an arena but it's a stadium sound but Def Leppard has that stadium sound and always has now have you ever painted the band um no no um you know I with the legend series it it was about it was about people that weren't here on earth anymore it was about it was about people that 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 in, inspired me um and as as you know i mean you know we we keep losing people it it feels like every other week we we, we lose a, a a new a new legend or somebody that uh, that that inspired me so I've definitely got my work cut out for me when it comes to, you know, painting legends, people, people that aren't necessarily here on, on the planet anymore. Um, I'm sure I've got plenty of time to, to paint people that are alive, but I just wanted to pay homage to some of those people that really uh, made this all possible for me. Well, I completely get that. Do you have some legends in mind that you haven't painted yet that you want to? Well, uh, I, I, I take it you heard the news about uh, 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 David Crosby. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, th this, I guess this is something at our age, at my age, uh, I'm, I'm probably going to experience more of. So like I was saying before, I, I you know, I, it's almost like I have too much work to do, you know, and and I wish that wasn't the case because, you know, it's the I call it the illusion of permanence, you know, 
the fact that these people are just going to go on forever and you know they're humans just like uh, just like the rest of us so um yes there well, are some sad losses and uh, i'm sure i will be busy painting for a while to come well you know we we just lost probably the ultimate guitar god in jeff beck my goodness yeah. and yeah. another one just incredible so there's two there's two paintings that i need to do right away Absolutely. Now let's talk about your your new series, Endangered Species. What uh, prompted that? Um, well, um, yeah, just every everywhere I go around the world, I I see that um, you know so called progress um, really destroys habitat in a way that uh, you know m most most times is not going to come back um so i uh, i just decided that it was a it was it was a nice way to bring attention to um some of the devastation that uh, that is happening out there um for many reasons you know so people love it you know, and um, I used to spend a lot of time down uh, on the on the you know Gulf of Mexico, and just seeing all the wildlife down there, and then some of the disasters that have happened in more recent times. Um, it, it it's kind of changed. It's changed the whole ecosystem. You know. Yeah, and I you know I saw your painting of the sea turtle, and. I love the detail. I love the color. It's, um, it, it just comes to life. It, it jumps off the canvas is what, is mm. what that painting does. And, and th is that one of the pieces that's going to be, uh, in Atlantic city? Yes. As well as the gray wolf too, right? Yeah. Gray wolf, uh, Chinese tiger. I mean, uh, they, they're all, uh, they're all going to be there. Um, you know, and it's it's a great talking point. You know, people people love when they uh, when they can be part of you know trying to heal this. You know, definitely. Now I know that you have worked with so many young people. You worked with and continue to work with veterans. Tell us about your work with Project Resiliency. Well, uh, when I first went to. Um, Walter Reed Army Medical Center in the D.C. area. Um, I saw so much suffering, uh, but I also saw a lot of uh, hope. And um, I remember that day uh, talking to my wife after I'd visited uh, the hospital. And I, I just said, you know, we I think I think we need to concentrate more of our efforts on our wounded warriors um, and the suffering that is going on. I'd really love to help. And that's when we formed uh, Project Resiliency. You know, really, Raven Drum Foundation is the, is, the, is, the, is the umbrella. And then there are all these different, uh, you know, uh, sort of subgroups. And um, Project Resiliency in, in, in particular is, is really focused on, on our, uh, really, our vets and first responders. You know, when you visited the hospital and, and talked to a lot of the uh, the young soldiers there, um, 
you know, when they saw you and met you like, wow, this is Rick Allen. This is the drummer of Def Leppard. I mean, did that bring them to me? It would bring them inspiration and hope. Um, yes, it, it really did. Uh, but having said that, it, it, it was or it is a two way street. You know, I get a lot of inspiration. Um, you know, we all have different tools in our toolboxes and so to speak. And, you know, I suffer from uh, PTSD myself. So, um, you know, seeing how they deal with it, um, we all kind of share those ideas. And, um, you know, we're, we're, it, it, it makes us all stronger, you know, when, when we help one another. And so your, so your, your painting, that brings you the ultimate peace, doesn't it? Peace and solitude? Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a gift, you know. Have you uh, have you encouraged others to pick up the brush? Um, I'm sure there are people out there that have you know that are, that are doing this. Hopefully, because of me, um, you know. So, uh, you know, any any form of uh, creativity, I I think has a a therapeutic uh, side to it. So. That's one of the main reasons why, you know, I, I love to do it. So I'm sure there are other people out there, especially having gone through the last the last few years. Um, I, you know, I hope there are people out there that have found a way to, uh, you know, just just to just to be able to soothe themselves and, and do something that, uh, you know, that's creative and that is uh, is is healing. Oh, a amen to that. Now, when you have a, when you have your artwork displayed or you have a, um, a gallery opening, is there a difference between your music fans and your art fans? Um, yes and no. I mean, there's crossover, um, you know, where, you know, th there are people that are massive Def Leppard fans, um, that, uh, you know, I'm, sh I'm sure, they're encouraged to buy the art because of that. But then I, I meet other people and they say, oh, yeah, we were just walking past the gallery and we saw something and we 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 just know, knew that we had to go in and look and and then they end up buying it. So and, and it's almost like they become Def Leppard fans after, you know, after buying buying the art, which is which is an interesting way to see things. Well, it's really cool, too, because they didn't know who the painter was or the artist, I should say, ain't artist. They didn't know who the artist was. So to them to buy one of your pieces, not knowing, and then finding out afterwards, it's kind of a special bonus. Yes, it, it really is. It really is. Very yeah, so, cool. Yeah. So I can understand by gaining new fans. Now is Def Leppard going to be on tour in 2023? Um, yeah, we're, we're heading south of the border. Um, probably mid February. And then I know we've got some more uh, shows coming up in North America also. Um, so 2023 is, is set to be, you know, pretty busy. Um, I know, uh, we're going to go visit, uh, our home country. I know we're going to go, uh, go back to England, do some shows in Europe. And then we'd, we'd love to be able to take it even further, you know, uh, be great to go to Australia, New Zealand, uh, Japan. So there's a there's a lot up in the air, a lot on the cards. So uh, hopefully all that works out.
And your uh, your uh, art opening in Atlantic City at Hard Rock uh, Hotel and Casino that is coming up here in early February. And also, just to let all of the viewers and the listeners to know, a portion of the proceeds from each fine art sale are donated to the veterans programs via Project Resiliency. So what do you do with those proceeds and what does Project Resiliency do with those proceeds is what I should say. Um, we're, we're affiliated with many different organizations, um, whether that be uh, yoga, surfing programs, equine assisted therapies, uh, meditation, mindfulness. Um, there are all these, uh, these different ways, uh, complementary sort of uh, ways that we can, uh, that we can help our veterans. And, um, that's, that's how we, 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 we love to, uh, to help. Um, it, it's natural for me to not want to see people suffer the way that I did. So this is my way of giving back. Well, have you ever painted a soldier? No, not yet. Well, maybe in the cards there, but Rick, I want to thank you so much for coming onto the program today, sharing us uh, your love of art and photography. Uh, and I think a lot of the view, I know all of the viewers and the listeners did enjoy a little bit of that uh, background and, and rock history. I know we all did. And uh, what will people find at your website, rickallen.com? Um, pretty much a taste of everything that I, that I do. Um, everything that you just mentioned uh, and more. Um, so it's, it's always nice to, to go and have a dig around in there. And then, you know, there's uh, Rick Allen Live on Instagram. Um, I, I, I post, I try and post as much as I can. But I, I, you know, I, I do a lot of the social media stuff myself. So some, sometimes I, I, I don't get out there as much as I would like. But, uh, but hey, you know, I get fantastic response from people, especially when I, uh, you know, when I respond to something that they do. Oh, I, I'm sure that that pr probably made their day and made their life knowing that uh, you handle your social media personally, which I know is a big blessing to all of the Def Leppard fans out there, as well as your growing fan base for your art. And Rick, again, thank you so much for coming on to the program. So ladies and gentlemen, you need to head over to rickallen.com. You can rock out with Rick through photography, through his art, and of course, through the music. And I've got to say it again, Rick Allen, the musician, the artist, the humanitarian, and Rick, thank you so much for being on the Ward Bond program. And as for the rest of you, stay tuned. I'll be right back with more. Fantastic.